0: This episode has been brought to you in part by the Toronto Heschel School. You are invited to attend their open house on November 10th to discover what makes Heschel special. Visit torontoheschel.org for more details. That's toronto, H-E-S-C-H-E-L, dot org. Midler, Einstein, and Mordecai Richler Abby, Alana, and their pal, Wolf Blitzer That guy, my baby, once met on. For it, Jews. Hello, everybody. Welcome to season two, episode two of a few of my favorite Jews. Uh, make some noise. Woo! Studio audience. Um, we have a great episode for you today. Today on the podcast, we have Miss Leah Abrams. Leah is uh what I would call a maven of radio, a maven of the entertainment industry. This woman's been in entertainment for 10 years, over 10 years. She is a morning show producer at Virgin Radio. Um, She's also just a charisma machine. I always love people like that who uh, are funny and charismatic. And then they have like real jobs, you know, behind the scenes doing the the stuff that matters uh, where they could also do what I do. But they choose to do something mm, helpful, important, financially sound. So this is Leah. Leah is uh Leah also co-hosts, I mean co-hosted, um, an Instagram live series that I watched weekly during quarantine, which was pull up. Uh she hosted this with Janelle Dennis, former friend of the pod. Oh, you know what? Sorry, current friend of the pod, former guest. Um, we keep our friends forever here on the podcast. Um, but this was a series I watched weekly prior to ever meeting Leah. So I'd never met Leah. In person, I'd only seen Leah from afar. Um, nightly, you know, I would, I would creep up to her window and lightly rap upon it. Rap, rap, rap. Then I'd open my eyes. My eyes were closed the whole time. No, what, this is, this is an unbelievable thing to say about somebody you've never met before. Anyways, um, so I never met Leah in person. Um, and I actually still haven't met Leah in person. I actually, I just met her over Zoom, but it felt, it felt like I met her in person because she pops through the screen. She's very, very personable. She's very funny. And most importantly, she's very, very into Seinfeld. Um, Leah chose Seinfeld. Full disclosure, if Janelle hadn't scooped up Larry David, Leah would have chosen Larry David. But here we are. Okay, we can't all have Larry as much as we all wish we could. Uh, Larry's a one woman man and that woman is Janelle Dennis, but Jerry Seinfeld belongs to Leah. I think Leah chose, again, I'm saying think when I know this to be true because of the words she spoke to me. She chose Jerry, uh, really cause she loves the show. She is a Seinfeld connoisseur. Maven, let's go Maven again. Uh, Maven is the word of the day on the podcast. Uh, this is a new se- uh, segment I'm starting and, I'm, and ending as well today. Um, starting it today, ending it today. Uh, word of the week, and this week it's Maven. Anyhow, um, she's she's a, a huge Seinfeld fan, um, one of the biggest. I really, uh, I really enjoy having people on the podcast who have a Jew <laughs> that they have always loved, and they it's an easy choice for them because it is a strange request. I've I've had a few people now. I say, do you want to do the podcast? They say, oh, what is it? I say, oh, it's called A Few of My Favorite Jews. Uh, you pick a Jew, and uh, your favorite Jew, ideally, and we talk about them. And then they say, oh, I'm not Jewish. And I say, you don't have to be Jewish. I, I don't know where that seems like a qualifier. But then I realize it is. It, of course, it seems like a qualifier. I'm asking people to pick a Jew. That's very, it's a very weird request. So it's easier for me when people just have a famous person that they love. And then that person happens to be Jewish. What were you going for here, so with Leah, she had this person on the ready she she knew it was going to be Jerry or Larry, but Jerry, and her story her her history with Seinfeld is a very interesting one. It's a very compelling story actually um I am somebody who loves television and it means a lot to me and it matters a lot to me um and i it complete it, it makes my life feel fuller and Leah's story uh alludes to this. Um, does that make sense? Alludes to this. I don't know. That's our second word of the week. The first word of the week is a word that I know how to use. And then the second word of the week will always be a word that I misuse sometimes and use properly other times. So this week, uh, second word of the week, allude. Okay. Anyways, um, what's going on with me? Well, I'm looking at myself right now. Um, and I see my, my neck wrinkles. Um, which I'm currently working on shrouding. Um, I'm, I'm not working on reducing them or getting rid of them. I'm just, um, I'm working on shrouding them in darkness. And I I just sort of want to find a way to minimize, not their appearance, uh, but basically minimize how often they come out to play, I guess. Um, I have premature wrinkles because I smoked for many years. Oh, this is great okay, are you 20? Do you smoke? Stop it. Stop it. I, everyone's going to tell you about the health risks, you know, death, health risks, illness, blah, 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 boring. What about being hot forever? You know what I mean? Um, anyways, I know I talk a lot about wrinkles on this podcast, but I guess that's something that comes up a lot in your thirties. Um, when you start to get them and then everyone's, everyone's like, oh, you look different. You look, you don't look young. You don't look like a child. You don't look, look, you don't look like a teen anymore. And I feel sick, feel sick about it. And so then you have to, you know, figure out in your head, you know, am I just going to accept myself as I am? Will I obsessively um, buy turtlenecks? Will I go go under the knife will i go under the needle will i go under the tree so there's shade and no one can really make out my my full face um and this and i i've already made my choice i'll never go under the 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 knife or the needle um but i do it it's it's hard to resist the temptation because i don't think this has always been the case um, but 30-year-olds, man, 25-year-olds, 23-year-olds are getting premature Botox. This is a thing of this generation. I don't really think this was a, a a popular thing. Uh like for my mom's generation, for for baby boomers, for gen Xers either. I don't think people got premature Botox. Um, preemptive Botox is what they call it. I call it premature. Um, but now this is a thing people do. They get Botox. Um now so that they can stop aging in its tracks. Time stands still when you put uh, botu- botulism in your face. I don't know what they actually use. But I, I like the grinding gears of time moving forward. I, I'm comfortable with that. Anyway, I, I, the reason I think about this subject a lot, though, is because everyone around me is getting Botox. And this girl that I know, she's very sweet. I, she's a very lovely, lovely, lovely woman. I'm in a group chat with her and she recently talked about how she got Botox. And I have to say, I, I respect that people just talk openly about it. I I would prefer that. Right. And I think someone else in the group chat was, was like, you know, maybe considering getting Botox themselves. And, and so this woman, um, the ladder woman, the ladder woman, she's a window cleaner. Um, but only for like three story buildings. She's on ladders. And so she requested a photo. She was like, oh, I'd love to see the results. So then the former woman sent a photo of her, of the, of the, the, the post Botox face. And she looked gorgeous. She looked beautiful. Absolutely. Her, her forehead, as um, a friend of mine recently said, looked snatched. And uh, we were all like, wow, that's great. Yeah, you look good. And then someone said, oh, can I see the before? And she sent the before. And in the before, she's raising her eyebrows. Look in the mirror right now, okay? Keep your eyebrows still. Don't do anything to them. Take a take a peek at your forehead. It's it's going to have few lines. Maybe you'll have lines if you have wrinkles, but but they're not going to be very deep lines. Okay, raise your eyebrows. What do you see? Am I crazy? That's that's not a she she didn't have a proper control group. That's obviously a different it's not the botox. Stop walking around with your eyebrows up. You're you, are you surprised at all times? And then when you get Botox, you become indifferent. I, it, it, it wasn't an accurate picture of the procedure, is all I'm saying. But it did make me laugh. You guys are going to love this episode. Leah is uh, so funny, so charismatic, loves Seinfeld. Uh, and she's just like, what's the word I would use for her? She is effervescent. She's engaging. Let's just get it started. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I miss you, and I'm in love with you.
1: Okay, I'm gonna just keep keep it all 100. Like the the job that I've been working at, like really disappointed me, and have been treating me like crap, and like have been taking opportunities away from me intentionally. So like this job is doing the complete opposite. It's um. When is this coming out? First, actually, let me ask
2: that first before I say so it. So I maybe like in like like three weeks. Oh girl, know, I'll be working four? by then. Okay, great, great, great. I'll be working the job by then. It's totally. If for fine. some reason, you don't want it in. You can tell me, but I'm sure. I fun. want it
1: in. Like I'm actually okay. telling you, I want it in. That's okay. the thing. Like I'm being okay. like very right it right in. in. I want it in. I want you everybody to know. Um. Uh. So I'm I'm working at Virgin Radio now, Ooh. and I'm gonna be the producer for the morning show, and like it's gonna be like. I want to like, I want to put my my stuff in there. That I'm is like, so amazing. I'm so happy. That is it. an opportunity. It's an opportunity. Not and love, Leah. And thank you, my love. And uh, also, like, just like all the stuff that was on Instagram that I was doing for no goddamn reason, everybody's thinking like, Leah, you're just talking to yourself at this point. I'm like, no, there's a reason for it. I want them to see, and from yeah. that, like, it branched, like, it would in, in your terms, it branched out into like an opportunity. So like. I'm just really happy you caught me at a really good time about it.
2: So, like, I just want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. You know what? Like, I think so. It takes balls. Maybe balls is the wrong word. It takes mm, a lot of like patience and foresight to do a bunch of shit that you're not positive will lead to something, but you hope it will, and you put consistent effort into it, and no one knows why you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Um. A- and then it actually is fruitful. Like, and then it actually is fruitful. Another plant.
1: Analogy. I like that you're keeping it. Cons- you're keeping it consistent. I am. I, I like that. F- I could planned growth. I'm going to point out every time Ew. you mention some type of nature aspect to okay. whatever okay. we're talking about.
2: Now the pressure is on. I'm going to have to keep it in the realm <laughs> of like things that grow. Yeah, it, that's a better cat. It's a bigger category. Things are things that grow. Yeah. Or
1: things that end things that help it grow. So water's in there in case you want to bring it back. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get there. (laughs) We'll get there, girl. But anyways, I'm just really happy about it because it's been a lot. It's been like it's it was it's been a struggle. Like, you know, when people you go through some shit and you're just like really not happy with yourself, and you're like in a place that you're just like, something has got to give. Mm -hmm. That's what I kept saying. I'm like, something's gotta give because I'm miserable, I'm not happy. In my love life, in my personal life, outside of love, in my work life, in All like every part of my life, I was like, yeah. I'm not, I'm just, I'm not happy. That was like May. How so long like, did
2: that go on? Oh, okay. Okay. It was go like away.
1: the month of, it, it was, it was the month of May. Like, it was that long. The month of May, I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. And so I'm like, gotta do something about it. So like, I, I'm just, I'm really happy about it. I just gotta say that.
2: Okay. I'm so happy for you. Truly. Thank you. Thank you. I Sorry. mean, I don't know, like, are, how, can I ask you how old you are? Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna answer? Yeah,
1: okay, I guess so. Yeah, I could lie, but I'll tell you the truth. I'm okay. 34. Okay.
2: Yeah. Similar. So I'm 31.
1: You're 31. Okay. Yeah. Cute,
2: cute. And yeah. I just feel like um I don't know. I in like my all of my twenties were just mm. um like chaotic, but but that just pairs nicely with your twenties. And like like shit would just be so like it just wasn't working out personally, yep. professionally, everything. And then, but I never felt this sort of pressure to make it work. And while my thirties have been more, I would say stable, there is this extra like pressure yes. to make it work, to be like, yes. I'm not happy, but I, and I need it to, I need to make it. Yes. Oh
1: my God, you know? Nora, that's ex- you put it way better than I ever could. That's exactly how I feel. I think in my twenties, um, it wasn't working, but I don't think I was fully aware of that. Or yeah. I was allowing myself to just not let it work because I was in my 20s. I had support elsewhere. Yeah. And um, you're when you're in your 20s, you're just thinking, oh, that's for 30s. I'll put it yeah, yeah, off to yeah. the 30s. I, I, I'll think about that in my 30s. That, yeah. Then the 30s creep up on you. And you're like, oh, and then you're like, "You anxiety like actually punches you in the face. Right? That like, that, that's what I actually developed anxiety was literally when I hit 30.
2: Oh really? Like, like, you didn't really have anxiety before that? I didn't, I wasn't aware.
1: I wasn't yeah. aware yeah, that yeah. anxiety could creep like I didn't it, because I was so not self-aware, anxiety wasn't there for me. But that's the thing, I, right?
2: You get I mean, smarter. Yeah. You, get smarter. you
1: have to you have to think, you have to realize that I don't know why it's the three zero that makes you like click in to realizing that you need to start doing shit with your life.
2: Yeah. I don't I know why. I couldn't decide the like, world. I think, the I world think it's world a mix. You. I think because 30 was, I mean, I turned 30 like literally a month after the pandemic hit. So it was also just like a very weird time where the like, there was just like the pressures of the universe coming down. A
1: lot, Laura. A lot. And and then
2: you have all this, I had all this time to like think about shit. Yes. And, you know, and I, and I, I was like, is 30, does 30 put you into a high year because of some inherent mechanism that like changes in your brain when you're 30 or is it like the pressures of the world? And I do think it's a bit of both. Thirty mm. feels like an age where I'm like, I've lived a good amount of time. Like, mm-hmm. like I- I'm not wise, but like I've seen some shit. I'm on decade three. Actually, I'm on decade wait, math four. Technically, technically, right? yeah. <laughs> like, unfortunately, the century. Thing. <laughs> I hate that you said um, that because it's true. It's true. It's four. It's sadly true. It's um, sadly true. And so, like, I-, I know some stuff, and 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 I probably knew stuff in my twenties but I would be crazy to deny it at this point. Like at this point, I'm not going to pretend I don't know what a red flag is.
1: You know? <laughs> I do. Exactly. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. But okay. So I thought, I think we were just talking specifically about like getting ourselves into gear when it comes to work life, mm-hmm. or, like making money or like at least being responsible in that regard. Yeah. But love life is yeah. another slap. So I would say work life was a punch in the, the eye. Okay. And I would say love life was like, a bit, two slaps on the cheeks, slap slap. Because when you're in your 20s, you're like, mm-hmm. I can just fool around. Who cares? Like, um, yeah. oh, that guy. Uh, I I also had problems with like, not really realizing that guys stopped liking me. That was really hard for me. Yeah. Like for me, it was like they love me forever, mm-hmm. and I get to decide when. And they're like, no, 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 that's not how it goes. Yeah. So it was very difficult for me to realize that guys. I was very delusional that way. And in your yeah. 30s. Okay. Yeah. In your thirties, you're like, okay, now you realize how that works. And secondly, there's also the pressures of the world of like finding the one or like finding somebody that you actually have to settle down with. Yeah. 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 I'm like that was tough. Cause I'm like, I'm the guy I'm with right now. No, <laughs> but I'm in my thirties. So what do I do?
2: <laughs> the guy you're with right now? No, no, no. Like okay, when okay. I was,
1: when I first started in my thirties, I got you I really bad saying that actually, cause I might watch this, but, um, are you still with him? No. Okay. Okay. I was like, yeah. that is beautifully bold. Yeah, so you're, you're like, are. that. you're breaking up right now. You're breaking up through a podcast. <laughs> and live. Know it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We're doing this live. You We're and me, not live. involved. Yeah, We're you're live. like,
1: you didn't know Leah, but in three weeks, you're li- that man and you are over. Like, when Let's bring out. him out. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, <laughs> yeah no, no, no.
1: Yeah, we, we okay. I fully broke up during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Because I was oh. like, because of the realization yeah. like that like, you just spoke about, like you realized that like, uh-oh, like you have time to think about it and you're like, yeah, this is not this is not working. So
2: no. And every day my standards get higher and my face gets older. Isn't that a shame? You know what I mean? Isn't that yeah. a horrible combo to work with? And you wish, like I actually just before you came on, I was just like rambling to myself. And I was looking at my my face and I was like, you know Because I smoked for so many years. And no, I was like, like cigarettes, yeah, or Cigarette. Um oh. and so I'm like, I for sure I have premature aging, right? I'm like looking at it. And I was like, oh, man, if if I could talk to, like, a 20-year-old right now, like, just don't smoke, purely for, like, vanity. For vanity. Um, But you'll get through to them that way the most, I think. Yeah, that's what worked when I was younger, to, like, make me even consider quitting. Tell me. But the truth is, you can't, like, you really have to live it. Like, I wish I could tell a 25-year-old about... standards (laughs) standards <laughs> like without having to go through it like i had to go through it to but i understand. feel like they all
1: have to go through it like sure well, they like, do we we, I, we all heard that we've all watched like those of stupid tv shows that like you find out that the guy's just a dick and he's cheating on you and whatever and yep, you're like yeah but not, but not me though not that's me, that's me. I'm
2: that's too never cute. me I'm and too also
1: great. i'm too cute and also i'm gonna change him he's going to change uh, that cheater yes he cheated on his girlfriend in the past but i'm the one that's gonna do the breakthrough I'm going to be Ilanya or whatever her name is. I'm going to be the one to break through. So like, no, that never worked out ever. So like now everything changes. Like everything
2: is like, yeah. It's all, and uh, not only does it now change, but like what a waste of time. Like what a waste of energy. The twenties was when my peak was in my twenties. Like that's unfortunate for me to realize and then be like, I don't okay, think that's, well, I don't agree. I mean, I didn't know you, but I just, your peak must be now.
0: And by the way, Laura, it.
1: I was going to tell, I was going to say to you, I thought you were deaf, and I'm not saying this because you just said something nice about me. I'm saying it because I mean it. I thought you were in your 20s this whole time. I you said you're oh, oh.
2: Thank you. Yes, girl. You look like that's you're That's I 20s. keep smoking. It's so bad. I have to quit. But whenever they card me, I'm like, okay, oh, You're like I I another I day. I <laughs> you buy a whole new pack. Like, thank you. Look what you did. So yeah. I no, take no, up a new problem. habit. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's chat Seinfeld. So let's, let's do it. This is my favorite topic. Okay. Amazing. Did Janelle steal Larry David from you as a favorite Jew? Like, would you have gone Larry? Okay.
1: That's a toss up. No, it's a toss up. Um, Larry and Jerry are so near and dear to my heart. Um, It's not funny. Like I would say Larry, I'm more sexually attracted to. Um, Jerry is more like his genius. And like, also just like seeing him every single day on the show Seinfeld. I have this, like, bond that he doesn't know about, obviously, but, like, a very close, yeah. close relationship with him that he still doesn't know
2: about. I'm sure, it's, I'm sure sort of, like, he, he understands it, like, just, you know, energetically. No, for it. sure he doesn't, because I <laughs> was, you know, I, I
1: went to his show at the Sony Center, and, oh, like, geez. I actually was, like, I really do think that, like, this is the time to meet him. Like, I think uh-huh. so highly of myself to think that, like, no uh-huh. guy could break up with me or that Seinfeld would be, like drawn to me in some way, and like there was no like I was staring at him like this, but he he was Were staring you... at thousands of us. I was third row, third row. Oh, I, okay. I took so he could have seen you.
2: He that's So fun.
1: Me. I did. We got I got tickets from work, and they surprised wow. me, which was really nice. That's and really I sweet. brought her because she's she's just like me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, third row. I'm gonna wear my cutest dress. I'm gonna, look will <laughs> look fire. And I'm yeah. like, I'm
2: going to bag him. I'm gonna bag him. Even though he has a wife. God, um, if only you knew how many comedy shows I went to before I did stand-up, just to fucking, just to get laid. Just to I get would, laid. Oh. Like, comedians. But, like, why? Why would you oh, want to get laid by oh, the Oh, I mean, like, that's a perfect example of 20s versus 30s. Before, and before and after doing stand-up and really knowing comics. In my 20s, I wanted to fuck a comic so badly. For what? I don't know. It's hard to say. Maybe, like, the proximity to... That kind of sure. like the dream and I mean, me wanting to do stand-up and not doing it whatever now like truly you couldn't tell me anything more <laughs> disgusting truly. girl
1: girl i don't even know why i'm questioning you because in my 20s i did very very well try and got a couple of them and then i was like but then i thought like i was like because i also like like to be funny or like try to be funny at least and then right. whenever i tried my humor out they're like no, no 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 that's not for you to do that's for me to do and you that's to great. laugh at. And I'm like, yeah, but the jokes you're giving me are the same jokes I saw on stage. Like, don't give me the same <laughs> jokes. Can you come up with some new jokes? And they're like, it's
2: over. <laughs> it's <laughs> so like how you're not supposed to, like like once you've done uh, material on like Letterman or something, you've like burned the material, right, like gone. Yeah,
1: yeah
2: exactly. If you, Le- if you tell Leah a joke, it's burned. This it's is me. Burned. I'm like,
1: but I just caught you saying that joke last week. You think that's I fun. didn't, I watched you. I'm like, you saw me in the audience. That's how you got me. What do you mean you're using the same joke? And he's like, it's over. Like, you're like, my ego is way too sensitive for your ass. And I'm like, oh, I love that damn. So
2: much. I'm but like, how, damn, no, how, I was upset about it. <laughs> but how wild is it though that, like, you know, okay, I think that I'm not like this anymore, especially when I do stand up, but that I felt for some reason, even though, like, I was pretty sure I was funny, like, I was pretty sure I felt that the only way I like, could validate my own sense of humor was to fuck a male comedian like yeah what?
1: and you know what they're gonna yeah. let you believe that too like if you were to like think that mentality yeah. and like yeah. kind of like in some way let them know that that's what you're trying to do they'd be like that is the path of course like first. of course they'll be but like first. no you're on the right path and you're like okay
2: <laughs> you're on the right path yeah yeah, yeah. this yeah. is like an open Talk mind me. yeah exactly yeah. It's, yeah. Like a, it's like it's like a way of manipulating me that I came up with myself. Yeah. Like I just offered They're it like this.
1: Them. They're like, Laura, this is the most perfect <sighs> scenario I could ever think of. She came up with the plan. He came up with it. I had written I it, it go- in
2: my little notebook yeah. as a potential way like, to be a Putting, dick. like,
1: check marks on, and he, he was like, wow, this is perfect. Yeah, Yep. You found
2: so it. The- <laughs> you nailed it. Okay, so you were a huge Seinfeld fan. Um, fan of the show or the man first? Probably the show.
1: Well, I was introduced to the man through the show um i realized so there's a little it's not interesting the story but i'll say it anyways um i was a huge loser in like grade nine and no, sorry grade ten i was actually a winner in grade nine i went to a a very private christian school um and i was like literally the only black girl there Mm -hmm. and uh, everybody's just like she's so cool like (laughs) and and we all like were the same way we were so sheltered we had no idea of what reality was Um, They just thought I was cool because I was black and I was like, yeah, I'm the cool one. And I'm like, I'm too cool for this school. I'm like, I need to go to public school. I'm like, mom, get me in public school. And she's like, are you sure? By the way, my kilt would be down to here every day. And I was like, I'm so cool. Like for real, I always thought I was cool. So I was like, no, get me in. I'm like, get me in. So she's like, okay, fine. We'll take you to public school. Biggest mistake of my life. (laughs) <laughs> grade 10 too it wasn't even like grade nine we're like yeah that's everybody hard came together like that's everybody tough. had their established groups and yeah. this school was the clikiest. like it was like it was like a tv show of how cliquey this like school was you had the black Tor- Toronto Richmond Hill okay Richmond Hill which is, Things even worse I think I don't know why yeah, yeah, yeah. it just feels it feels worse so I came in there like had no idea how to communicate properly to like normal people mm-hmm. um you know I expected like Church, we had mass, like, church every single day in my uh, Christian school.
0: Every day. Every
1: day, yeah, you would pray, like, um, science class was literally about creation, like, so I knew nothing about, like,
2: the earth. Okay, so maybe this was the right move for you. Yeah,
1: so, um, so yeah, well, not for my, like, p- by not my, my personal social. life. No, right. no, not for my social personal life. So, like, I would come home every day, <laughs> like, alone with no friends, yeah. and, like, I just needed some escape. Like I needed yeah. something to cling on to to just make me feel a little bit better about myself mm-hmm. or like, just so that I'm like, I told you, I'm delusional. So like, even then I was like, no, 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 life is good. Life is good. I'm like, I just, you know, it's just, I would come up with all these scenarios as to why I didn't have any friends. Um, yeah. But what really helped me is I found a show called Seinfeld that came on every day at three and three 30. Yeah. And like, I was like, but these guys make the same jokes that I do to myself because I'm not right. friends. friend. <laughs> so like, I'm like, Hey, like these guys, like, these are the same type of jokes that I gave. Yeah. So like, and those jokes obviously didn't work in high school. Right. Cause I was like people just didn't get it. Like that weird yeah. sense of humor or like yeah, yeah. observational type of humor where like every little thing, like any human interaction matters to me. Like I yeah. find everything interesting. And like, when you tell kids like that are 13 and 14, they don't give a shit. Personally. So like when I watched Seinfeld, I was yeah. like, I get it. Like there's people out there that actually think the way I do. So like it was just such a comfort. So every day I would come home to my friends that were not friends, horrible show. Don't like that show. Seinfeld. Seinfeld for your friends. Yes. Or my friends, or my friends. So Elaine was like, you know, that like sassy side of me. <laughs> Jerry was like the one that like always had like he always reasoned pretty well. Yeah. George yep. was the petty side of me, and Kramer I couldn't relate to, to be honest with you. <laughs> Kramer I couldn't relate to, but I loved watching him because he's so fun. Of course, and, like, so fun. Newman was the nemesis, and like I thought the whole school was my nemesis. So I'm like, they're all Newman. They're all Newman. So like every like every character
2: and every aspect of Seinfeld related to like my imagination, I guess. I love that so much, I can't even explain to you. I feel like, okay, so first of all, I had a sort of somewhat similar experience in that uh, my sense of humor as a kid was very, like, dry. Like, like it was very, like- Sarcastic. show oriented sarcastic. Like, it wasn't children's humor. It wasn't children's And so, humor. it was not. And so, like, at summer camp, for example, um, <laughs> my friends didn't think I was funny, but the counselors thought I was funny. You had a mature sense of humor, yes. Yeah, sure, let's put it that way. I had a mature sense of humor. Um, and I also think, like, you know, we. I think a lot of people, children, have had the experience of, like, having a challenging time at school and then, like, using TV to escape. But I feel like as a kid, or, like, grade 9, 10, 11, it's usually more, like, it's usually shows about young people, about high school. Mm-hmm. It's like you're yeah. replacing this lack of a social life within high school with maybe, like, I don't know, 90210, Beverly Hills, whatever. Yeah. But your escape show was four adult middle-aged white men those yeah. were your friends and i was 13. i was 13. i like i love that yeah. so much just that yeah. you were able to like you were like yeah i'm gonna put aside the fact that these are not my peers because this is what i understand like this is what makes sense to me
1: yes yes and it it, it uh you're, t- you're you the way you explain your sense of humor when you were a kid i actually never thought of it like that but yeah. i think that was the situation with me too like i thought of things critically like and i really wanted to break down like like the most minute detail of like human existence yeah um but like find a, the humor in it right and like yeah, yeah. nobody gave a shit people were watching they they were watching what was it they the dave Chappelle show yeah which sure like that's funny so in a different hilarious. way hilarious yeah. but like not for me like for me it was like it was strictly seinfeld it was, what what else was going on? I didn't know of Curb at the time, but I knew Curb was on there at the time, but I had no idea. I would
2: have I would have just been elated to find I out bet. another show. Yeah, I yeah. guess that would have been perfect timing because, okay, let's see. You're three years older than me. Okay, yeah, so up. I'll just tell
1: you. So in 2003 is like the time I'm talking about right now. Yeah, and yeah. Larry started it, it, that in 1999. So like right. we were already yeah, in season like four or three or four. Like, and that's such great seasons. Like I would have loved it.
2: But, but then, anyways, how exciting was it to find it as an adult?
1: I found it in a university. And I was like, okay. another, I was like, another, like, you know how Jerry goes, another Bobka? I was like, another Seinfeld? <laughs> like, curb? Yeah. yeah. I was just like, Larry, who was like George Steinbrenner, who like, I, I put two and two together. I didn't know. You heard and the voice. I just heard the voice. And I was yeah. like, George Steinbrenner? I'm like, Larry. And I just, I fell in love. I fell in Larry, love. Larry is my number one. Larry I love that is man. probably, to be honest with you, is probably my number one. Too.
2: I would never, um, like, be able to date him. Like, I would, like, like when I was younger, I would, I I have the biggest crush on him. You did? I would, oh, I did. I did. I did. I thought he was so oh, wow. Sexy. It took me a
1: while for me to realize he was really sexy, which I realize now.
2: Yeah, he's an adult, uh, he's an adult sensibility. Like, he's an adult sexy. You know, it's yes. the mind. <laughs> it's not the body. But there's something even with the way he, like, looks. And carries things. himself. Like, his, dresses.
1: his yeah, his like the inflection. He, so I guess the way he talks and like yeah. just like his like mannerisms. Like there's something I, we're not supposed to find this attractive.
2: I don't think we're supposed to find this attractive. And but yet, I find it attractive. And yet, every I don't know. There's so few women I know who don't have like at least a 10% crush on Larry. David. Oh my them. god, that you're you're clearly surrounded by like comedians. I think because no, I
1: can't I can't <laughs> talk to any of my friends about Larry David. Like this is this is a rare like conversation I have. He's,
2: but then I'm like, or do people just not want to admit it? Because it is a bit of a no. A girl, weird I don't crush. think people think Larry is. Haunted. Yeah, he's. I don't think, let's do on Yeah, he's not <laughs> typically sexy. He's think, not the average sexy. Yeah, no, but, yeah, he's not like. But but there's something I think he like harkens back to a day and a type of guy like New York City in like let's say the '70s, like you know Brooklyn born. I think there's something sexy about being able to get through a New York childhood, like, with just mm-hmm. like hustle bustle, having to like be really assertive. Like, I think there's something about that, like yes. New Yorker energy. It's like, it's sexy. Cause you know how to like work through a crowd, like yes. get in front of a line, like order in yes. a deli. That's yes. so me. And
1: the, I think you're hundred percent right. I really like that you broke that down. Cause I never even thought about it. And like, even just like the way he respect, like he has respect for himself. Like yeah. he's like, he's like, no, no, no. You're not going to put one over on me or how insulting of you to think that you could trick me or like, yeah. you know, manipulate this, b- me and my brain. Like it's insulting. You're insulting yeah. my intelligence and my brain yeah. the way I think. And I'm like, that's right it's that's empowering. how I feel about literally everybody that talks to me. I'm like, I always think there's like a catch. I'm always like this. What you up to? What are you up to? You know, you know, Larry does that. do Like I feel like. Yeah now we're talking about Larry. we'll talk about we'll get back to jerry um yeah, we'll do it. but like that like the idea tree. of like yeah the tree we'll come back Like, see i had to make a reference back because i knew we were going out we were going out there but but larry larry Larry. the fact that he knows that like there's always an ulterior motive with people because people always are looking out for themselves yep Always have to remember that always a, you can't take the benefit of the doubt get out of here with that like no like yes, no sure it's true. Like the, you have to understand that people are looking out for number one. So like when you're doing something, you got to be
2: like, eh, okay. okay. You have a very Larry energy. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I love, I love yeah. that. That's the idea essentially of Seinfeld really too. It's like, cause George, George yeah. is always up to something or he always thinks people are up to something against
2: him. And I'm always like, yeah, I wish I didn't think like that, but it's true. I think, like, okay, so firstly, George was not, like, when George was developed as a character, I don't think he was supposed to be so much like Larry, and then he turned into Larry because Larry wrote for him, (laughs) and I actually watched an interview, uh, Charlie Rose was interviewing, like, the whole cast of Seinfeld, and, um, he was, like, to Larry, uh, what can you tell me about, like, Jerry, like, what can you tell me about Jerry that we don't know, or, like, something deeper, and he's, like, just, have you seen the show Seinfeld? He's like, yeah. He's like, okay, so there you go. Yeah. He's like, and what can you tell me about you? He's like, you seen uh, George on Seinfeld? He's like, yeah. He's like, okay, there you go. Yeah. yeah. And that's
1: I funny. love that Larry is always, anytime anybody's insulting George and like, George is such a pathetic idiot. he's like, you I know, did that. We need to get something <laughs> real, a real stupid piece of shit. And he's like, well, that's, you know what? Fuck off. He's like, yeah, yeah, me. yeah. He's like, I like, did that. Yeah.
2: Someone's yeah. like. Who would do such a
1: thing? I I literally did that. I was in a contest. Yeah, I was in a contest. I drove a limo or whatever. (laughs) So like, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I love that Larry is so defensive, probably for our entertainment, but all the same, like, I love that he always makes that connection back to like, being like
2: George. Yeah. I mean, I think that like, okay, I am a not super cynical person and I do, I trust people's motives, um, just to get through the day. But, like, I do think there's a self-preservation element, obviously, in wondering what someone's motives are. And I think it's not necessarily that everyone's yes. selfish, although a lot of people are. It's just, like, you have to put on layers and masks and shit just to, like, live in this world. Like, like it's there's so much going on. It's not like we're just, like, living in some small community where we all know each other and, like, we you know who, like, you know, bakes bread and, like, who herds the cattle. It's, like there's so much bullshit. There's so much going on. There's like, everybody knows everyone's connected to everyone else in the world. There's so much competition. Like you just, just to get by, you can't be like fully yourself all the time. It'll be so insane. (laughs) I know. But like,
1: I guess that's the difference. Like I really value somebody who really just tells it like it is and all the way, 100% real. Like, and you're just like, and that's Larry. Although, like you said, it doesn't work. And that's why Larry finds himself in all these, you know, horrible scenarios is because he sometimes, and then sometimes he does his thing where he's like, I, I, I want to be selfish and I want to get this. So I'm yeah. going to act like this, or I'm going to say this to get my way. Never yeah. works either. But like, I just love that he realizes that that needs, you need to do that. Like you said, like self-preservation, you need to do that in order to get through or get what you want. Yeah. And like, yeah. but I love the idea of just like, for the most part, just Honestly, just being straight up honest. Like, you're yep. just like, yeah. hey, uh, oh my God, it's so nice to see you. Like, we should get together. And he's like, yeah. I don't think we should. Like, uh, you, know, you know, we just bumped into each other. doesn't mean that we need to, like, get together. Why? I don't want to. If I wanted to get together with you, I would have called. Like, so I love empowering. the honesty with that. And, like, I, I try my best, but it, you're going to hurt hard. some hearts. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: hard. You do have to have a thick skin to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, you think it's the other people that have to have a thick skin, like the people you're being honest to, but actually you have to have a pretty thick skin. You have to yeah. truly not give a shit to people like you. That's the empowerment of Larry. Jerry, little more likable, I'm gonna put that in quotes, like he's a little less blunt, I think. But then you see him in interviews and like, he's pretty, first of all, impolite. <laughs> like not the most polite guy. No. And also just like, he says shit that I think in his mind, he's like, "I'm just telling it like it is. I'm saying what people think." But it could come across as arrogant. Arrogant as shit. And also, I don't agree with it all the time. You know right. What I mean? Right. Like, um, yeah. Him, him talking about comedians and cars getting coffee, right? And someone was like, uh, or he's like, you know, I got accused at the beginning of like only having white men on the show. But it's like I just wanted to have who was funny, you know. And he's like, that's just me telling it like it is. It's like. But I, I, maybe you could just also reframe it and be like, he's like, I don't do anything wrong.
1: Like, I think Jerry, I think with all the amount of success that he's received and all the praise and, you know, everything that he, the accolades that he's received in life, it's very hard maybe for him to like reflect and think like, I didn't do any, (laughs) how could you say I've done anything wrong when look what I've achieved? Right. And also I've not only back then, like I'm still honored and revered as like one of the, Top people of comedy of all time, yep. which he yep. is, yep. and which he should be. Uh, yes, he's but, a great comic. But Absolutely. I think with that, with that understanding that you have, like that's what people think of you. Yeah. it's very hard to reflect and say I might have messed up here or made a mistake here or could have done better there. Like self-reflection is helpful, and maybe with him, it's not so apparent that
2: it's yeah. like maybe necessary. Yeah, that's a really good point because. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who are wealthy, you know, who I actually at most people who, are, who have the amount of money he has are like huge assholes. Um, but oh, yeah. he not, he's not only wealthy, he's <clears throat> also, um, he made the mo- objectively the most successful television show of all time. He has this big accolade to be the best at something, to have done something that you can objectively say is the greatest thing anyone's done in this genre it would be really hard to think of yourself as fallible. You're like, I win, I got gutted all the things. Yeah. I won this one thing, so I must yeah. be winning everything else. Yeah, and you to know? pair
1: that with the personality of like, I am gonna keep it real. Um, yeah. I'm really not gonna sugarcoat anything and I am gonna stay true to who I always was and who I am now. Of course, that's gonna come across as arrogant. And not only that, like to have the accolades and like, the, like you said, objectively speaking, like probably one of the most successful TV shows of all time. There's been multiple, I don't know how many, thousands and thousands and thousands of TV shows that have been created. It's not like oh, yeah. your specify it's not like your specialty is something that's very niche. That's right. Very yeah. small where there's like 10 contestants and you're number 1. No, you came up, up number 1? Yeah. Um on top of hundreds of thousands of shows. That's very true. Like it's so his accomplishment is it's 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 insane. So I completely understand why he might think that he is the shit. Do you know a lot about him as a person or do you know a lot about Seinfeld, the show? I know more about Seinfeld than him. Uh I do know a bit of like the controversy in his dating history. Um, I do know <laughs> if that's something you're gonna bring up. I do know that. I do want to talk about that. I yeah. do know that. Um, And actually,
2: I think that's all I really know to be honest with you. Interesting. Okay, well let's talk about it while it's I know his name's Jerome. We know this because sometimes Elaine calls him that on the show.
1: Jerome. Yeah, Jerome. Jerome, Which I like. That was a pretty good lane. For some reason it's it's a it's a black name to me. I don't know why. Maybe because all my uncles that I know are like there's a bunch of Jerome's, but perhaps that's because they're around the same age as Jerry. And like I think maybe it was just a popular name at that time. Yeah, that's a good point. Because he's not black. So, like, I obviously have to get that theory out of my head. <laughs>
2: I, don't, I don't know, though. Can I think of a white Jerome But I like know? Like,
1: Jerome sounds so black to me. Yeah. And I was like, his name's Jerome.
2: Whereas Jerome Jerry Cyril. sounds so Jewish. Right? It's so Jewish.
1: Jerry.
2: Yeah, Jerry. Jerry. Which name there is? Yeah, it's yeah.
1: Jerry. Like, what are you talking about? Sherry. But Jerome, Sorry. I'm like, I don't even know how to say Jerome the way his mom would. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs>
2: Jerome. Um, okay, but let's talk about this subject just while we're here of him having dated a 17 year old
1: yeah and it's not like this was like it's not like this was like back in the 40s or 30s although it was never right I understand it was never right but like it was definitely more accepted back then it was Um, to date a 17 year old I mean it breaks my heart it breaks my heart I really I have a problem when my heroes are like like fail me in certain ways it's like it sucks and I and I find it really hard to like deal with because like especially like okay remember when Kramer did that horrific rant not rant like that horrific racial tirade oh sure um, at the laugh factory um, about black people I was like Uh my heart broke I cried I cried every day for like a week and I'm not kidding I actually did um not that it's about me but like it's like my like he's a part of my he's a part of my like childhood and life and Kramer is a star on Seinfeld, like obviously and then for Jerry to defend him and I was just like, Ugh. every time he did that, I was like, Yeah. Because I wanna believe that at least Jerry is not like that. But I'm like, don't defend this piece of shit racist. I'm sorry. I can't I can't stand Michael Richards. Like it's really
2: hard Ew, for you. Like, no. Oh, they can't. Yeah. And yet people still fucking talk about the show and and they're trying to recontextualize Michael Richards because it's been long enough. What? No. You, no, no. I also think
1: the most outrageous things I've ever heard a person say publicly about like black people or about like a a group of people in general. One
2: of the most bigoted races. It's
1: the craziest thing I've ever heard.
2: Ever. Like Mel Gibson
1: comes close, but I would say that honestly Kramer or sorry, um, Michael Richards has some beat. Like he's talked about us hanging from trees. Like it was crazy what he said. Oh, it was
2: absolutely nasty. And Michael Richards was yelling directly at black people people. in the audience. Yeah, he was talking to them. Like that See, was the whole point.
1: That's trauma forever. Yeah, trauma forever. Yeah, and they're like, "Calm down, dude." <laughs> they're like, "Oh, whoa." Like, "Sorry that you're not funny." They were heckling him. That's how that's like that, that, that's
2: your response to a heckle? Like, it's- That's how you know, too. There was this whole thing of like, I think he I think one of his excuses was like it was a bit. Please. please. If that was a bit, which is still He said it's a bit. That's, fucking really, horrific. Up- that's really upsetting. That's yeah, really upsetting. He, said, he, said, he that. said it was a bit. That's really... I'm sorry. First of all, that's... it. Let's say that's true. You think that's a defense? You think that's a defense? Two, no, it wasn't. Because you're... If someone heckled you, that's an... You had an emotional response. And people... It's like saying, like, oh, uh, when people are drunk or really angry, you know, shit happens. Nope. That's when you're talking about what you think. That's when you're being fully honest. Yeah, he was just
1: unhinged. And, like, so everything that he was, like, thought of Black people came out in that moment because a black person upset him so like it's just really that part really hurts and like so that's nothing to me that the 17 year old thing (laughs) it's yeah Yeah. it's not great (laughs) I mean yeah why Jerry why like I just like what how old was Jerry at the time he was in his 30s right was it during Seinfeld I think he was
2: 35 I want to I want to get the Seinfeld? yeah I think
1: it it was was during like um, during Seinfeld so he was like at his peak um, uh, you know i guess living is best life but i'm so, so sorry to find out that that's your best life it's like date a 17 year old like
2: what why was 38 no right. it doesn't matter right.
1: 35 35's horrible. yeah whatever right like 25 30- horrible like yes like
2: that's true 17 is under age i mean okay hold on i want to i want to go over this whole subject i think this subject is really important and really interesting so the subject of your heroes but like let's even let's not even say heroes because what you're talking about, right? The way Seinfeld, the show, meant something to you as a child. That's beyond hero. That sort of like, that's like a friend. I mean, that's like that's like an emotional support system. Yeah. Hero feels like uh, almost untouchable. Uh, that's, uh, untouchable, out of my league. Not tangible, not real. But you're talking about this thing that was like so intimate to you and so real and like yeah. meant so much to you as a kid. And then to have it blown up in your face, I totally understand crying.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucked. And, like, people, because I, like, I don't know. I I let people know I'm a Seinfeld fan just to see if, like, because once somebody else is a Seinfeld fan, I know we're going to get along. I know our humor is going to be very similar. I know we can Mm -hmm. crack jokes. I can make jokes with you. And it's going to be, like, a whole new thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, I make it very known to everybody I know that, like, Seinfeld's my number one. So, like, so many people call me and they're like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's your show. What are you going to do? Are you going to give it up? Or are you going to keep it going? My dad called me. He's like, we're not, no, Seinfeld's no longer in this house. And wow. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I'm like, we can't, because my parents like it too, obviously all parents like Seinfeld. So there, I was like, we can't, I'm like, let's just, we'll just fast forward his parts. He's like, he's like, you think that if his Michael Richards, you think that the people around him don't think the way he does? He's like, when you're around the same company, that's how they all feel. And I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> but then we got into a fight. So like, um, yeah, it was banned from my household. Yeah. I was living at McMaster in Hamilton. So I, I got to sneak away and watch so, it. But like yeah. at home, it was like anytime, like it was like watching like an R-rated movie. Like they'd be like, do I hear Newman? Like, then i play the run in and turn off the TV. Newman! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, no! So, like, that was banned. We're back yeah. on now. Like, it's been long okay. enough. But, like, that was banned. People kept calling me, like, kind of, like, even gloating I don't know why. They felt like some type of, like, Like, they were almost resentful of your loving yeah.
2: in the first place or something? Yeah, yeah. They're haters okay. or something. I don't know okay, what that okay. was,
1: but they would call me and be like, What's your, what did you decide? Yeah. You're gonna keep watching it? And I'm like, mind your business. I have to think about it myself. So, like, I yeah. had to, like, on my thing, and I was like, "Ah, it's hard for now, but to be honest with you, I kept watching. I did. I kept watching. It's hard, right? It's hard. I had to separate, and I did. I separated it, and
2: I did. I'm sorry. It meant too much. It nurtures your life. It makes your life better, right? You can separate it and still, like, pay tribute to the experience as being fucking disgusting and horrible. I mean, I'm kind of with you. He's gross, and I'm, I don't know if I, like, I'm kind of with your dad in a way where it's like, Okay, the Mel Gibson, the Mel Gibson tirade. I fucking love Robert Downey Jr. Like I love him. I love him. I love him so much. He's always meant so much to me. I understand that. Yeah.
0: And then I found out that like
2: he did like a movie with Mel Gibson, like post durant and defends him a lot. Oh. Defense yeah, Bill
1: Gibson? I yeah. would leave that alone. I would leave yeah. that alone if I was
2: him. He doesn't need defense, you know what I mean? Like, he's weirdly saying. fine. He's weirdly fine, all things considered.
1: Yeah, no, I also, what's your defense? I'd like to hear the, uh, I'd like to hear your defense. Like, what are your points? I,
2: he sort of says possibly like, say? you know, we've all done bad shit. That's the thing, right? That's a, that's a defense that comes up so much when people do racist, homophobic, anti-Semitic shit. They equate all... Um, yeah. no, sorry. with together. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah, like, no. really? you're, And also they know better. They're not stupid. They know yeah. that you can like categorize evil on a scale. You know? Yeah. Don't um, do that. Yeah. But it really like, it did make me, because I know like they're friends, they've done movies together and it, it is, it then turns, it makes you anxious mm. because you're like, okay, what do people say? Like, what do people say behind my back? What are people talking about? If this guy said that and he's friends with this person, what do they talk about? I mm. don't know. And it mm-hmm. creeps me out, and I don't like. I don't. I just want the whole thing gone now. You know. Yeah. And, and Jerry did defend him. Jerry did defend.
1: Him. I yeah. Uh, I watched it on uh, Letterman. Yeah. Um, and I also, it was so such an awkward experience too, because like everybody expects uh, Michael Richards and Jerry Seinfeld to be hilarious. It'd be funny. So
2: they were laughing. And so
1: they were just laughing through the whole apology, and Jerry's like, "I'm being.
2: He's being serious. He's being serious." And he said it like that. So, so and funny. he was kind of like almost um, scolding them, like being like. Don't laugh. But, Let him talk. Listen, listen. And I was like, yeah, but Jerry, it's it, <laughs> it,
1: it, uh, it, the whole thing is so ridiculous. Yeah. And the fact that you're defending him is so ridiculous that people yeah. find it hard to believe that you're being serious. Because yeah, yeah, how are you defending yeah. a man that said he, like us N-words should be hanging from trees? Like what? Like wh- why? No, what you need to do is just accept the fact that you said it yeah, And I, I accept the fact he said it, okay? Don't yeah. make it into a bit, say you're, it's a bit. That's insulting. That's like it is insulting, yeah. that's insulting our intelligence. So like, yeah, that part really stung. I yeah. can't lie. It was really difficult.
2: And it's not like he, you know, I mean, Michael Richards could have gone away forever and still had an easy ass life. He had Seinfeld money. Yeah. He could have just gone away. Why? He didn't need Jerry though? to come. Yeah, he went away after jerry stood up for him publicly and yeah you're like saying he did not need the support yeah he does he didn't no he he's did fine not. he's not he like didn't. he to make a career after this like no yeah, and he was
1: also yeah. on curve which i don't love like he was also like remember yep. they did like they did a call to like they did a call back to that experience with the yep. whole yep. leon wearing the hat with the growth syndrome like yeah. that that's that not, not cool. great, like, man. It's not, and I love, which is unfortunate for me. I love the season seven. I love that season to be honest with you, because it is like a Seinfeld reunion in a way. Like yeah. it was a twist to a reunion, which I think is so clever how they yeah, want yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. hated. They said they would never do a reunion. So that was their way of doing it. Yeah. Um, but like to do to to reference that very, very sore sensitive subject yeah. and have a black man be involved in it as well.
2: Uh uh-uh. uh. But you know JB couldn't have said no to because what he he, couldn't, had, he was still pretty new. He was still not huge.
1: And his, he didn't know if he was going to, like, they kept JB Smooth on uh, outside of the Blacks season, season Yeah, six. that's right. That's right. They kept him along. Like, the yeah. Fox and all the rest of them, like, yeah. gone. He yeah. stayed because he was so beloved. Mm-hmm. So he's like, how can I, if I say no to this, like, it's over for me. Yeah. I think, like, how do I know? But, like, maybe. Or Who maybe, he's fine, maybe he's fine with it. By the way. Yeah. Not just because I hate it means that every Black person hates it, right? Like, sure. we're, yeah. all, we're not a monolith. Like, we can all think differently. Sure, I just you know that I hate it, of course, because, yeah. because it's, it's offensive. But, uh, yeah, who knows what he thinks. I'm just saying it was, it was, like, really interesting to watch that.
2: Yeah. They came up, Jerry and Larry, came up at a time where there was, like, pretty much no accountability for comics, right, with saying a joke. Like, honestly, Michael Richards was just his, his rant was just on the tail end of that, where, like, you're right, you could kind of like people were apologizing, but the you're fact right. that he was just like the fact that Letterman, I think it was Letterman, even mm-hmm. like let him do that, that would never happen today, ever, ever. Uh, would platform, be, I think Seinfeld would be
1: canceled, actually. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. the show, like, how they cancel Cosby, like, I think, like, the Cosby show. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Seinfeld, done like with
2: syndication, man. You wouldn't
1: see the syndication, like, you know how it comes on Fox? Like 6 at 6.30 true, or much at least, like at 10 and 10.30. Like I know all the times so I still watch it, but like it would be canceled. Like Seinfeld, you You're would not right. see on TV. If, if Kramer were to do that in two, from 2015 till now. Yeah. I think that. Yeah. I think that's the mark year, I think that's the mark. If he did it any time in that like time frame, Seinfeld would be done. And like Jerry yeah. Seinfeld would be in big trouble. Too. I
2: think you're right. I know that's a thing. Jerry's like this weird. Okay. So whatever. I mean, honestly, Jerry's not is that interesting? Number one. And two, he's so private. I listened to him on the Mark yeah. Barron's podcast. Mm-hmm. And you know, Mark Barron just like pulls people's brain apart. And he does a good job. Like he gets He's so through. good at it. He, he always, Jerry was untouchable. He wouldn't budge. He wouldn't budge. He I know. wanted to talk about comedy. He basically, did you listen to that episode?
0: I don't
1: remember. I I, rem- okay. I remember. What did I listen to? I w- listened to a Mark Maron episode that I was like, oh, it was Mark Normand, who's basically like Jerry Seinfeld. He's a comedian. I was excited to see yeah. Mark on Mark Maron. I don't yeah. think I saw the Jerry episode, which is crazy for me. I need to watch it.
2: Not that interesting, man. I mean, l- oh, yeah, listen just to told it. Me. Sure, you listen to it. But it's very like, um, at one point Mark sort of saying like, you know, comedy, like, why are you funny? Like, what makes you funny? Like, what's your trauma? Like, t- like, come on, and he. Well, he's basically like kind of almost mad at him. He's like, what do you mean? What? Why am I funny? That's what's like, the question. He gets I, think upset. Get upset. I think Jerry does this thing. He's get upset. angry. I think he, he has a sense of anger
1: and he he, just, he's like, he, or he's kind of like how, like how dare you, you have the nerve to like ask me, like, it's kind of like that way.
2: And yeah. You have like, the nerve to ask me and try and try and get me to be vulnerable or even question my comedic perspective.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like how the nerve of you, the audacity. Yeah. And then Mark's like, I ask everybody this, <laughs> what makes you like different from that's the other, that's what I, I like the idea of like, you're not better than other people. You have to realize that like, yeah. nobody is better than anybody. Like, I hate the idea of people actually thinking you're better just because yeah. you have more money or you've mm-hmm. created, I, I love you. And I yeah, think you're sure. amazing, but I can't say you're better than my father. I can't say you're better than like me. I actually can't What what makes
2: you better though. You're not better. Let me tell you, sure, your brain's cool. Love your brain. Great brain. Yeah. Let me tell you, some of the, when I, again, 20s, 30s thing. In my 20s, the most virtuous, amazing thing you could be was funny. That was like, that was how I knew you were a good person, right? Yeah. Telling you now, so consistently, some of the worst fucking people are funny. And some of the kindest people don't have the best sense of humor. Would I love someone who's both? Is that what I look for? Sure. But honestly, being funny is not inherently virtuous. It doesn't make you a bad person, but it's not a virtue. Exactly. Exactly. And I understand.
1: And that's, and I love Jerry. And so it's so hard to like kind of criticize him in a way. But like, nobody is like you, everybody can get it. Anybody can get it because like, you're not, you're not God. Like you're not you're not you're human just like uh, like you're human like you're just, human just, with like, you're vulnerabilities like, we're all human so like we Your all Your name
2: happens it. to be on the show. I mean I also think you can kind of separate. like you're a big Seinfeld the show fan. That show is like hundreds of people, right? Jerry's name is top billing and yes his brain's very important to it but like the the core for like Larry David, Larry Charles, every person who held the boom, the extras, the audience like that show is is the sum of its parts like it's so much more than just jerry you know what i mean yeah
1: that one i, I might push back on that a bit i do think jerry is so heavily like involved sure. in the creation of that show so you know what i'll give him that i give him sure. that you created the best show of all time sure. but that still just this doesn't make you a better person than other no. people that's just what it comes down to like no. you're, you're, just you're you just gonna yeah you made a better show you created yeah. something that's better but that doesn't make you better that's yeah, the difference that's so, like that's just yeah a so like that, that that's the part that I like struggle and I actually do struggle when it comes to like really breaking down Jerry Seinfeld because there's aspects of him that I'm just like oh man and so I've actually said like um funny enough like my new job asked me to like put down points of like myself like let's get to know the, the new team blah blah. And mm-hmm. of course my number one point is like I love Seinfeld um, but one of the questions was like who would you want to meet in life that are alive and I'm like I wanna say Jerry, as if people yeah. even care what I have to say. I'm like, I did this whole thing, I'm like the whole things together
2: like, scrutinizing it. Jerry. Yeah. yeah, they're
1: like they don't do shit. <laughs> like, I wanna say Jerry because yeah. obviously I just mentioned that he's like my favorite comedian and my favorite show psycho. Yeah. But I'd be so terrified to meet Jerry because I mm. feel like he would hurt my feelings and he would really disappoint me in that way. And I yeah. really would lose a lot of respect. I would lose if he treats yeah. me with with disrespect, I will yeah. lose respect for him. Like, That's I really, you. no, I know that about myself. I, I met um, one of my favorite rappers, Wale. Mm-hmm. He actually did, it all comes back to Seinfeld. He did an album called An Album About Nothing. And it was like, okay. it had like Seinfeld snips in every single track, right? So I'm okay. like, you're genius. And also I love Wale's like, like how he rhymes and like his, his cadence and everything about Wale okay. I love. I met Wale though, because I work in radio. I met mm-hmm. Wale when he came to the station and he treated me like a bag of shit. Right? Like he treated me like he didn't even talk to me. I tried to introduce myself because I'm like, I'm going to be willing. And he was, he turned to his assistant I was like, I need water. And I was just like, oh no. After you
2: were trying to be like, hey, what's that's up? This is me. I'm
1: like, this. You're just like, I don't like you anymore. Like, it, 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 no. It, you think that I'm going to feel bad about myself for how you treat me? No. I now see you for who you are. You think you're better than me. You're not better than me. Like that's, Nobody's better than anybody.
2: That's really what comes down to. That is truly one of the greatest qualities any one person can have. Because I don't know, I don't know. I can't. I maybe have one friend who's like this. Sarah, my friend Sarah. Sometimes I say to myself, "What would Sarah do?" Is what I say to myself. Yeah, she sounds great. Sounds great. What Sarah do? (laughs) I don't know anyone else besides her and you who have that quality where if someone's like fucking shitty to me, I'm like, I don't respect you anymore. Like there was a poof gone. You know, that's I'm like, amazing. This, that sucks for you that you think like that,
1: like, because that's not the way to think. Like, it's so sad no, it's, that you no, think No, it's that.
2: not. It's no. horribly in And I'm just like
1: this. And this is actually when I was in my twenties, I was 24 and I was like, oh no, now I don't like you. That sucks because I really liked you Yeah. and that you're trying to make me feel lower about myself. And I don't, I feel right. weird about you now. Because for you, man. Like that.
2: No, no, it's that just, a lot of other people it. just go. I must like this. Uh, this is a person I idolize. They're not nice to me. i I must not be I'm as shit. cool as I thought I was. I'm shit. You know, like a lot of oh, women too, right? Like, yeah, of course, of course. But that's a good quality. So oh, you would no. not have dinner with Jerry. Jerry's not your
1: guy, unless probably. he liked me. But like, <laughs> unless, unless he like had like he treated me like You're, a human being and, and he treated, treated me like yeah. If yeah, if he if she treated me lower than he would treat another person, yeah. Um, then I would be like. Why would I, why would I stick around
2: for that? that just, and then you're trying to make me feel like shit. Would you watch Seinfeld anymore? If he, if you met him and he was, so, too? Wale,
1: it took a while for me to get back into Wale. Yeah. I like Wale now, right now, just because like, it's been so long. And also like, I'm like, I'm taking away like great music from my ears. So like, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I can yeah. separate. I would still watch my, my ears. Yeah. yeah. So like, so Jerry, I would, I would, I would definitely in my head say, I don't like him as a person, just like Michael Richards, yeah. but I will watch the show. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because it brings, it brings something. <laughs> it gives me something. My feeling about this is it's not like, it's more of a gut thing than I'm, uh, an intellectualizing a thing. Right. Mm. Like there are some things like, I mean, I think if I, oh actually Jerry would be a good example. I find that I find the 17 year old thing so creepy like why it is creepy girl 17 it's like not even this is like such a horrible way of putting it but like if if the reason you do this at 38 is because for some fucking reason you need women to be like wrinkle free no cellulite whatever bullshit reason date someone of age first of all i know like that's not the that's not the thing but like why 17 like it why to be more 17? than that Oh, yeah, it's, because it's a, it's not that.
1: free is a 25, thing. right? Wrinkle free is 29. Because we don't 30. have wrinkles. We because don't have wrinkles. Right. You don't have a wrinkle. I don't have wrinkles. We're, you could even date 30 year olds, it's, but it's it has to be power a power thing. dynamic. It yeah. It has to be that. It's
2: it like, okay. When I was younger, when I was like, you know, 15 to 20 men would always say to me stuff like you're really wise. Like, I'm, yeah. like you're, you're so wise. Like I love wow. your wisdom. Now I'm 31. I'm, I must be wiser than I was then. have to be wiser. for some reason, my wisdom, no longer a huge selling point for some reason. Wisdom hasn't come up pretty often with men. So what,
1: what do you think, how do men talk to you now, would you say? Like, if they were to, like, describe you.
2: (laughs) Men talk to me now, uh, just with a lot, okay, okay. I think they talk to me now with a lot less bullshit because they can't. Like, when I was 20, right? Yeah, yeah. I fell through so much shit, and it's not because I was dumb, it's because I wanted to think certain things about myself, so, like, if a 35-year-old thinks me, 18-year-old Laura, is wise, (laughs) as wise as a 35-year-old, which is, like, now that I'm 31, like, not that fucking wise, (laughs) not that important, you know, like, then I must be, then I'm special, I'm not like the other girls, you know, I'm not like the other 18-year-olds, whereas now, I think, I look at least like I look old enough that I know some stuff and so right. men just don't talk to me with as much bullshit. Yeah, so it's bullshit then. Yeah, it's that bullshit. Sucks.
1: I know. And like we had to learn the hard way because yeah, okay. same shit with me. Leah, you're uh beyond your years or some bullshit. I don't like this. What does that mean? Like I didn't even get it. Like what does that mean? Like cuz I'm still yeah. so immature as fuck. Like yeah. like yeah yeah yeah. I definitely was more immature back in the day. So I'm like, what are you what are you actually trying to say? Because honestly, you're hot.
2: I don't think yeah, I mean, like,
1: you're like, I hot wanna and I wanna old. have sex. I wanna have mm-hmm. sex with yeah, you. That's okay. And I'm like this. Oh, that's why. Oh no. No. no, no then I'm, no, I'm
2: not wise. Yeah, I'm
1: like, then For forget us. it. But I'm a dumbass. Please think of me as a dumbass. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so like,
0: but
2: so yeah. the so the Jerry thing. I think it's creepy. It makes me pro out by him, honestly. But I will watch that film. I'll watch his interviews. I'll that's watch comedians thing. and cars getting coffee. But that's not because I sat and did some math and was like, "What are my morals? Carry the two. Da da yeah, It was because yeah. my, gu- my gut, my gut can just tolerate it louis ck for whatever reason and it's not even like i think what he did was worse i don't even know if i think that it's just a gut thing for some reason i just can't watch him man.
1: yeah i can i can yeah right. i still watch louis yeah I, I, and, and I was really and i was like it was like weird for him. i'm like should i and i'm like but the thing is i'm depriving myself of the entertainment that they're providing and i i don't know what the line is but yeah. I, i'm just keeping it real i'm probably i could be wrong in saying that i still watch him and maybe people would be really upset to hear that but I do. Like, I still look him up, and I watch him, and I
2: think he's still really funny. No, I don't think it's wrong. I think, I think what I'm sort of saying is that it's not, like, like, my choice, I'm putting this in quotes, my yeah. choice to not watch him is not, like, it's not morality-based, and it's not even, like, okay. I gotcha. you know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, yeah. clearly not just, for, me. <laughs> for some reason, though, it just, it, now it doesn't go in my brain. Like, it, when, when I hear him, it just, like, repels like yeah I just well i think and there's it. something
1: there's something to what you're saying and it's kind of like the r kelly factor too like when you listen back to r kelly's music he act like he has a, he wrote a song called age Ain't nothing but a number he also wrote a song like he's the he's the pied piper like there's references to yeah. him in his songs being perverted and like you know a pedophile yeah so yeah. like now when i hear r kelly and i hear songs like that i'm i'm grossed out immediately because i know for a fact he meant that shit right, right. Like you you meant that you weren't being cute. Right. Like, you are right, being literal. Makes, like, you are like Piper leading children into your house. So, like, that I'm grossed out by, and I can't enjoy his music at all. I did actually yeah. try. I'm like, can I listen to him? I tried. Yeah. Very hard to find his music, by the way. And <laughs> when you do, you're like, oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. So, like, when yeah. it comes to Louis C.K., there are bits where he's like, it's like he is kind of like being shitty to live in or like kind of degrading it's supposed to be funny and I thought it was right. funny at, like before I found out what it, what he was doing yeah but now like it's a whole new image in your brain so certain exactly. jokes I'm like oh it's it's kind of sick actually so like I understand that what you're saying, and I, yeah. I see it in aspects. R. Kelly, I can't listen to whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not that I should. Why would you support a piece of shit? Um, yeah. Louis C.K. I there's some specials where I'm like, this is still hilarious.
2: Then, yeah, so Seinfeld, still watchable. still, still good. Watchable. yeah. Um, still okay, Larry um, has done, has Larry done anything wrong? I don't, I don't think know, man. So. Like, I mean, I do, th- <laughs> I boo. nice boy. Yeah,
1: Jennifer Lawrence, like, she she like came out and she was like.
2: I and you know them. what and i'm like His this reaction? Yes. of I'm course like, yes, i know this. that was so validating sure. to have like one of the hottest women like, because lemons. she's like the
1: hottest person
2: she's like, so hot ever and yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. and
1: she's so much younger than me too and she's like larry david is my crush like what do you mean like he's my that's crush. What she, said. Like, she said she so,
2: said oh you know what yeah she said what? something like jerry does it for me like mentally like yeah but larry does it for me oh. below the belt
1: yes and that's how that's so I copied her then. Because that's what I said in the beginning. I'm like, Larry's sexually. I'm like Larry sexually, for me. Yeah. Sexually. I Larry's, like, for mind, Larry's for
2: the mind. Larry's for the
1: puffy. Yeah. And it just is like that. I don't but know. But the what, best what,
2: yeah. is that Larry's reaction Larry's reaction made me feel so safe. Because like, as much as I am super attracted to him, so he said something like, Oh, this is very flattering, but uh, you know, she's very young. Something like this. Like, uh, she's a little to. young. Right, I love right? that. It made me feel so sweet.
1: And he, I bet you, he meant that. I don't think he was thinking. Oh, I think he did mean it. I, I think
2: think he like, it. I think he's like. I think he because he says whatever he means. That's the other. Thing. Oh yeah, that's the thing. So, that's actually I the good the good thing about Larry. I think we would know, hopefully, if he was, if sick, he was yeah. crazy, problematic,
1: and. Sick. It was if he was problematic. If he had like um, if he had yeah. Even with like, and I know like it's a TV show, and I don't know Larry for real, for real. But like when you watch him with like black people on the uh-huh, show yeah uh-huh. there's like this like camaraderie like yeah. the way he talks to Leon and the blacks and like it's not like the typical oh, oh there's a black person now on the show so I'm gonna act extra this way or I'm gonna you know I'm gonna act a little differently because uh-huh, it's, uh-huh. they're black or I'm no he talks to them like how he talks or he like tries to understand them he's like I never thought of it like I love the way he interacts with black people yep, I yep, love yep, it yeah yep. I know having ha- so that white people know. can switch up white people switch up when black people come around like they're like all of a sudden they act differently they uh talk differently mm-hmm. they talk about the subjects are different now and you're like no but I like I also like what you like. we don't have to talk about hip-hop now we don't have right, to talk right. about basketball like just talk the way we were talking before
2: don't do that but like right. Larry just Larry just like his, Larry's Larry with everybody always and that yeah. is a comfort right and I think also like he doesn't claim like like you said he'll ask if he doesn't know he doesn't he's not going to claim or pretend he understands something about a culture he wasn't born into why and yeah, he'll he? say that too he's like yeah. why would i know that like <laughs> why
1: would, I, why know would I know that like answer me no, i don't know you so also explain to me what you're talking about because i don't know it so
2: and in good faith right not like no 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 not tell like me so i can come at you it's just like oh, tell me I'm or curious. not
1: like tell me because i think you want me to you Want to explain it to me, it's right? Like, no, I, I genuinely want to know, yeah, yeah. I'm curious. That season was so I love good, Larry, man. that's why he's hot, it's, yeah. He's that's part friggin- of it, too. He's he's, himself. In, he's in total self, but that like, he's but he's a, a good person when he's himself. Because if there's some I'm dicks saying. out there that are like themselves,
2: but they're dicks, <laughs> so you're yeah. like, Oh, yeah, you're yourself, yourself is but not you're inherently great, yeah, yeah. No, you could be also a seems person. like a good dad, like yeah. his daughter really loves him, and I think that's always a good sign, that's that, that, yeah, in, I,
1: yeah, I want to be Cassie, like, but oh, not true. because I love her dad sexually. But like, I know that's I, the thing. I, I think
2: like, we all have that complicated relationship yeah. with Larry where it's like, yeah. do I want him to be my dad or my husband? Or, or yeah, I don't know. Or do I call
1: him daddy in bed or like, both. like call him daddy in real life? Like, it's just you one know? of those. So like, yeah. yeah like, Pop know. or Daddy. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a big like difference between we Pops love Larry. Daddy.
2: Like, we just love. I yeah, like if this became a Larry episode. It's Larry again.
1: But we had to, like, sorry. I mean,
2: when we talk about Jerry, gotta talk about Larry. Um, I have it. a question. So, okay, did you grow up around Jewish people? Did you have, like, Jewish friends growing up? I wish. No. Okay, no. So when you watch Seinfeld, because I'm always curious, because to me, Seinfeld is such a Jewish show. Like, it feels I so, even the though they don't even talk that much about Judaism, it comes up. But um, But the ad- like the, like the, the, by the attitude, right? yeah. the, the type of humor, the the, humor. the endlessly talking about minutia mm-hmm. is so Jewish. And so I love finding out that people like didn't really grow up around Jews, but then watch Seinfeld because I'm like, yes, you did grow up around Jews. Like you, but uh, but I'm, you know what I mean? I felt like
1: I did. Like, I felt like I had, like I told you, they were my friends and like, I knew it was the Jewish lifestyle. And it reminds me like, kind of like, of just like, like black families, like, like in Jamaican specifically, I'm Jamaican and like how we talk, like we're so we're so close, so, like, every topic is discussed, right? right. And, like, I feel yeah, like yeah. in Seinfeld, it's the same way. Like, yeah. they have a way – they have an understanding of things. And, like, right. Jamaicans have an understanding of things. So I could relate to it, but I also love the subject matter. I'm like yeah. – but I like what you guys talk about. I love the minutiae. Like, I want to yeah. yeah. do more of that. Like, I I could do that all day. Like, I just love that type
2: of humor. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I want to talk about what we're talking about, the minutiae. The story like okay, I feel like everyone knows like the famous story. Uh, Jerry went to NBC, they wanted him to create something for the show for NBC. Yeah, he went, he saw Larry David at the Rising Star, maybe that night or the next night, and was like, I, I have to create a show for NBC. And uh, Larry was like, Oh, like, what, what's it gonna be? And he's like, I don't know, I have no ideas, I have no yeah. idea, they don't yeah. know. Yeah, so then sure. they just went to this uh grocery store together and they were kind of like just like making fun of the way the food is like. It's like never labeled. It's just like a brown square with saran wrap and you just take your chances. Yeah, just like picking everything apart. And then I think, I think Larry was like, this should be the show. This is the show. Yeah, this This should be the show. This should be the show, the famous line. Yeah. And I I love that they were able to sell that to NBC. I know.
1: know. know? And it's like never been done before. Like you never, you would never see every show, especially in the 80s. Every show was about something like major. Like, you know, there had to be a focal point. There mm-hmm. had to be some type of story line that you're like centered around, but yeah. like a show about nothing. Like that is so the wild. They really must've sold it really well. They must've pinpointed exactly how yeah. it was going to, even though first season and second season are kind of trash, to be honest with you. not They're not as good. But you do see where they're going. You For see sure. what it is. You see like, you know, you see, like, the little things, the minutiae, like you would say, um, of, like, everyday life, and, like, how they, like, dissect that, right?
2: Yeah. So, like,
1: they, I think they must have just done a really good job of, like, explaining that that is the show, and I just, God bless them for it, it, because, honestly, I think it shaped my life, like, that show, and I can't believe I, I can dedicate, like, the way I am to a show, but it's so much more than a show to me, like, that's why, like, I could cry talking about it, because it's, like, it's like inherent, like it's in me. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like yeah. that understanding of how that show works and like yeah. ha- that thinking of how the show works is how I think in my everyday life. So, like, yeah. it's not just a show. It's not just And it show. brings people together and it's just like, I just love them so much. I love them so much. And except for Michael Richards, but like I love them so much. Kramer like, can be
2: like a de- a different, you know. I'm
1: putting in Larry to like the four of them. So the four oh. would be my Larry. He's like
2: the fifth Beatle yeah that's my boo i love that i mean so at the risk of sounding like incredibly pretentious i so okay i have like such a thing about spoilers like it makes me i don't have a lot of like hard values i'm not like this is what i'm about and you need to know this i'm like a very passive person but spoilers are my thing like don't don't, like please just please like you'll ruin my life. you'll ruin my day you'll 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 ruin my week you might ruin like my year like, right. don't you spoil might. something. Right. I don't yeah. know. Depends where I'm at mentally. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. It depends. But, I, and people always think it's stupid. My sister makes fun of me. Everyone thinks it's ridiculous. Some people kind of get it, but not to like. This is it's pretty next level. If you tell me like, oh, you thought something was funny, but I didn't know if it was a comedy or a drama, I might call that a spoiler. Like, I'm pretty ridiculous. Oh wow! You no, go I'm out, pretty, You're far. But out that, there. like, I want to get mad at someone for that because that's a ridiculous okay. standard. But anyways, uh, this whole rant. The point of this rant is that when people call me out on, it, on being stupid, I'm like, no, here's my feeling about it. Like, for example, what's a good, like, okay, mm, Game of Thrones would be a good example, sure. Um, the, the spoilers, the endings to the seasons are a huge part of the joy of the show. Like, it's yeah. part of the fun. And when you spoil something for me, you've robbed me of art, okay? Yeah. Art yes. brings joy to me, to my life. Television, I don't care, is art. It's yeah. art, it's yeah. joy. It it's what life is hard it makes me happy you know what I mean and yeah. it's not like any television show whatever not everyone cares that much about tv but if you do it it, it enrich it like enriches your life it enriches I care stuff. very much I care very much yeah, you know like it's not just a show because it's no show is just a show like it matters it's like that's why it's on
1: yeah that's why we continue with it that's why it's been lasting for as long as as it has and it's only like increasing
2: so like yeah shows are very important those are very important so okay this is what i was also going to say about them uh selling it to nbc and nbc taking a chance on yeah like a pretty loose concept Mm -hmm. i think they sold it well but i also think that um so larry's manager i forget his name doesn't matter some jewish guy Larry's manager, Larry's like stand-up manager, had been sending NBC his clip for years. Had been sending them him on the Tonight Show. Him so like yeah, just being like, You should like this guy's got something. He's yeah. good. Like Lots watch him. Things. Basically, yeah, kind of like a proud mom or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just being like, look at my boy, look at his boy. He's got something. He Trust he got me. Something. Yeah, yeah, I know it's not refined or perfect. yet, yeah, but he's coming into his own. Yeah, yeah. And then they so they've been watching him for years. So that I think when they he came in for a development deal, they kind of had a really good sense of him and trusted him. So that when he came in with also another nobody, like like Larry David wasn't some major showrunner. This was no. like he was just another guy, like another yeah. standup. Yeah, they put faith in them. Thank God, they I did.
1: love that they did that though. And NBC, that's like a reputable, huge corporation. Like yeah. I'm actually shocked that NBC out of all. I'm very happy, but like. Yeah yeah like they actually took a really big risk they take risks NBC,
2: which i think is part of why 30
1: rock loved. that's what it well, like does. i don't know if that's exactly exactly is that a risk. Was... okay yeah it oh, it, it is. totally
2: it is that was my example yeah it's a it weird a, ass show it's, it's a weird, a,
1: show. A it's weird a, show and you know, weird it should not last as long as it should have in my opinion oh, okay. um yeah. 30 Rock's my one of my other big really yeah well, we could talk about 30 rock another time because i'm on Rock. are you kidding Oh, they and alec baldwin like the pair of them together it's just like. I guess it's wasn't that big of a risk because
2: those two are, like, geniuses. That's true. But Alec was, his star had fallen. Tina was, like, mm-hmm. still the only the first, you know, female showrunner of SNL. It's not like SNL, people were yeah. loving watching women do yeah. the thing. Yeah, 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 And then Dane Krakowski was, like, a nobody. Oof. Tracy was totally. actually the big star. That's I mean, so Tracy, crazy. I think, was the guy, right? But the, yeah. all four of them together were so Oof. Jeez, it's like so good you wouldn't have thought so, so
1: funny so funny good. I mean, like so funny. Just funny. jokes like out, laugh out loud you're like oh it's just so genius like yeah, smart jokes and I think it was just too smart for people smart and the stupid genius,
2: like, in the best way yeah, in the best but that's Seinfeld too yeah that's true right Mar- and stupid in the best stupid. way yeah. I actually I was listening to Jerry what was he on no no it was a it was a Jason Alexander interview. Because I've always wondered about, like, I think everyone wonders, like, how much of the show is Gary? How much is Larry? Which bits are which? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's hard to pinpoint, right? I mean, other than, like, the seasons. I think everything's Larry.
1: So you're probably right. I just think everything's, anything I like, I'm like, that's Larry. That has to be Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I know. I kind of have a bias for Larry, too. I'm biased, What Jason said is that Larry was sort of, like, uh, the macro stuff, like, the big story arcs, the situations. He was the one, as, like, as we know, because he does this in Curb. Where like all the storylines would like be doing their own thing, and then they would just like intersect, them. intersect.
1: Yep, 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 yep. I that's another genius that's move of genius, Seinfeld. Genius. Genius. genius,
2: And then Seinfeld was more of the micro, like what it, how exactly you're going to say this line. What's what's the funny inflection what's here? The funny what's that? the joke here? That. Right, and it I worked. They worked that. together so perfectly.
1: That's such a good explanation, and that's such a good pairing. Because yeah. you need, that's what makes Seinfeld so amazing. It's the storylines are so crazy. You're like, okay. how did you put, okay, what? And then like the macro micro is like the little tiny little jokes that you can, and Jerry always has the best little one-liners and you're like, oh, Jerry, sure. I'm always like this. That's my Jerry. Every time he says something but I'm like, that's my Jerry. <laughs> that's
2: so cute it's so like cute. it's almost like you're like you're like their mom and their daughter and their daughter and their lover and their, like, and, their, and their cousin you know all, all of them yeah I'm like that's my jerry I that's my jerry he's yeah. my husband and my aunt I love him. um yeah. i also this is another cute jerry larry thing and then we're gonna play a game okay oh wow um i so i think it was like someone's birthday party or something i don't know and uh larry was like broke he didn't have money but he wanted to get this person a gift for their birthday yeah. and like larry and jerry didn't weren't super close at this point mm. so he's like i can't spend any money <clears throat> so he just wrote her jokes <laughs> like he just gave her jokes as a birthday gift um and then she, and then he like gave them to her and then <laughs> she got shit face at this birthday okay and um i think she was opening presents and he's like oh my presents are jokes you want to read them and she was like too drunk to even read <laughs> so they were like, "Oh, we have Jerry here. He's a comic. Maybe he'll read them. He can, so yeah. he read Larry's jokes and it fucking killed. Ooh. And they were like, "Oh, Larry's voice, Larry's Larry's sensibility through Jerry's mouth." wow storms. and wow. they're like you know oh my god I love that I
1: didn't but the highlight in that story for me is that Larry wrote jokes as a gift like I think I know it's just, cute if I a know. man and I know we're over comics being boyfriends but like if a man ever like instead of roses gave me a list of jokes and they were actually funny and, and I actually like and from for me that's what I said yeah. like tailored yeah. for me I'd be like um I'm I'm wet like I'm wet yeah.
2: I'm yeah automatically so now Absolutely.
1: like i am i am wet and like that's i think that's what your goal I is i
2: am wet i will remain yeah. wet that's yeah that's where we're at yeah.
1: just like I, and am, probably, I am a
2: will forever be and probably
1: like wet. leave a, no not leave but like don't say anything more because you don't want to ruin this like stay on the high note like yeah. keep this like moment right now as much as you possibly can and find like a bedroom or something because sure now's the time.
2: Or, like, either we get married or never see each other again. I mean, there's no middle Yeah, range. I would love to get married
1: to that yeah. person, too, of course. Because, like, if that's your way of, like, giving me gifts. Although, like, I want purchase. real shit, too,
2: of course. But, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like,
1: don't, instead of, like, a wedding ring, you make, like, it's, like, a a, a written, like, no, no. Like, you're going to get me a ring.
0: You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> some tattoo that I didn't consent to that's just, yeah. like, a dumb bit.
1: Yeah, or, like, it's, like, his, like, jokes around my finger. I'm, like, no, I'm like, no, like, no that's not. No, that's there. just a way for you to remember like, your, give your jokes. Goals. Me goals. Like, yeah, give me goals. Give me goals. Yeah, absolutely. But both. anyways, yeah. A bit of fun. I mean, I'm not,
2: like, like, I won't date another comic. Never again. Never yeah, again. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm done, But I, I want a funny, I mean, I like I mean, If you can get funny who's not a comic, I think. Great. <laughs> great. Funny or funny who, it's not their priority. It's not some, like, big yeah, their because, ego. Yeah,
1: what is it that like the comic part is what ruins it? Is it like, I don't know, girl. It's, I, I, it's been a while for me. I dated a few in, in my twenties, like yeah. I
2: said, and then I stopped. It's a few things, I think. I think one is that like we. I think that the ego the,
1: thing is weird.
2: I the ego that's what thing I is weird. I think it takes a certain kind of person to pursue this. You have to be kind of unstable. Like, okay, think about the most stable stand-up comics who know. They have. Real jobs. They have real they jobs. Have so just say, job. Yeah,
1: they're you not real, like they're comics, but like they're also
2: like they work in HR and they also yeah. like they're legit nine to five. Yeah, they're smart. They have yeah. security. Yeah. They know how to take care of themselves to to pursue this in a real way. You kind of have to be um I try, like I don't want to say it rudely, but just like yeah. un unwell, a little unwell. I think. Yeah, and but then, then some of them make it. Like, what about like then? How do you like? But but it's how not how about making it or not. I think it's about the. Uh, risk willing to be that risky being that Sorry. risky is a is a pretty unhinged thing to do you yes. know what I mean yes. I think that's part of it there's also like a lot of partying drugs whatever in the mix so you're also dealing with people so like, your brain is a, best yeah you're not fully focused in general really focused yeah. and then the other thing is because I dated a guy who wasn't a comic but he was funny Okay, like he, like he was known to be funny he was always called funny He was funny. Okay, he was. He was. He was funny. Um, and everyone said he was funny, and all of our our mutual friends were like, Mm -hmm. "The funniest." Um, and he wasn't a comic, but he was still a a dick because (laughs) calling a man funny is like calling a woman hot. It's like, well, and then I, I'm gonna make everyone wet forever. I, you know, I have the thing. Yeah, and
1: because women always say, my number one is he has to be funny, right? No, no, he has to be funny, and so guys are like this. "Ah, bitches have called me funny. So yeah. for that reason, uh, he's yeah. like, I'm funny then. And you're going to love me. So yeah. yeah because I, all I the so girls do. tell me, even like, yeah. even
2: yeah. the yeah. least funny women, yeah. right. Are always yeah. like, funny is a must. Yeah. It's a, it's a must. Yeah. I love, I love like, if he's not funny. I don't get the yeah. jokes, but it's a must.
1: Yeah. Know? <laughs> and he's like this, well, I'm funny girl. And she's yeah. like, "I okay, well, let's, let's yeah, do so,
2: it. It's like on reality shows when like, like guys just say nothing, right? Like they just make a double entendre that makes no sense. Like well,
1: I'll call you out on that. Like if a man says he's funny, and I've done this yeah. multiple times. If a man says he's funny, and then I'm, I, I, literally, where's the joke? Like if you try to make the joke, and it's actually like it's a joke I've heard before, yeah. or it's like it's so simple, and yeah. I, I, not to put down simple jokes, because simple jokes would be hilarious, but it's so simple in the fact that like it, you didn't take any effort into making this joke. or sure. I'm like, I'll, I'll where's the, where, where's the joke? Oh, where's the joke? And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm a bitch now. But like I'm like, but you said you were funny. That's yep. not fair. I'm like, yep. that's not fair. You tricked me. You said you were funny or not funny. Catfishers. Like and I will tell you if you're funny or not, as if I know, but I think I do. <laughs> also, what what I'm
2: like, yeah, and also you know what you find funny. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Funny. And what fu- you think funny. I guess funny is subjective, but you can be like objectively funny. Like some people is objectively
2: funny. Larry, it's Larry, why people, Larry, people are, are successful and other people aren't. Thank
1: you. You can't but I anyway. hate when people say the subjective stuff because they're like, Okay, so that you're telling me you're funny then? Like, anybody can be funny then? Like Yeah. Yeah.
2: Let I me mean, listen. There's like, it's like when people say, like, I don't know, like the Beatles are like pretty much most people like them. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like objectively they're pretty good. Well, even yeah. if you're not like a Beatles fan, you, like, you understand why people would say they're good. Like, there's the musicality you know? of it. Like, yeah. Yeah. You exactly. Break it down. It's a comedy similar. Like, some things, sure. I, like, I get it. I get it. That's funny. I, probably objectively, and other things are like not. Exactly. But it, it's like i I don't watch a lot of reality t v because mostly for this reason, but guys will always say something with like sort of the inflection of a joke or like something that sounds like a double entendre um yeah. and and then the girls are like, you're witty, like you're really witty you know? <laughs> and they' were just like coming so hard they're like yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm like, like nothing it. happened here, nothing yeah. happened here. you just each did your little role, you know yeah. guys are funny and so girls let me laugh.
1: ask you a question then since you're a comedian, okay, so like the idea of women not being funny, like, if you are with a guy Mm -hmm. who loves to be told he's funny, Mm -hmm. does he then feel insecure or intimidated by you who's actually funny, and, like,
2: is that, has has that ever come
1: up? Is that, well, I'm just being honest here, I mean, like,
2: um, it's, has it, so, okay, so one of my exes who was not a comic but was funny, um, I think he, like, really really liked that about me and That's um good. like he was really into it yeah it was good I mean whatever we had a lot of fun together we laughed together a lot we made each other laugh I don't know I think maybe eventually it, we felt competitive with each other about like being funny but I wasn't doing stand-up yet it was kind of a issue okay and then actually you know what to be fair both my exes who were like funny or comics or whatever were actually pretty supportive of me. I love that that's good. I'm li- yeah. really happy to hear that because I thought you were going to. There it. were definitely other problems, but in that one right, respect, with you now, yeah, they're not with us yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find guys to be intimidated by you being like yeah. funny and yeah, just also happy? Like, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm like,
1: I can be funny and like they they see that or at least make other people laugh because they try to control their laughter or make it seem like I'm not funny, and I'm just like, you can laugh. It's fine. Just yeah. like enjoy the. I like making yeah, people enjoy laugh. Yourself. I'm not a comedian, yeah. not a comedian. But I like well, making you're very people funny. laugh. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you, girl. And I like making people laugh. So, like, if you like, if you find it funny, just laugh, and I'll be happy Let with it you. Out. And it'll, enjoy and it'll make yourself. me feel better about myself. So, yeah, like, sure. yeah, I've had guys be like, "No, I'm the funny. Like, I'm the funny one." Not say that, but like, you could tell. Like, they try to yeah. one one up you with a joke, and yeah. I'm just like,
2: oh. it's okay. Right, bro. It's you're, a you're, thing. And
1: your joke was not even that funny, like, to be honest. Like, you're just being loud.
2: You know, you know what'll happen though. I so in my relationship it's not been an issue too much but i've had times where i tell i actually don't really tell people i'm a comic anymore um because i've had so many weird reactions to it where yeah. there's immediately this sort of like oh oh really oh really well let's yeah. fucking see what you got yeah and here's what they- i have you know like oh, and really? it happens with men the men most. yeah of course yeah. they're of like course. oh that's fucking interesting Oh, that's really fucking interesting. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And you're like, the energy I'm getting off of you right now. Like, I'm not trying to. You you asked asked me what I did. You asked me my question. Yeah. And you're like, like, and also, like, why are you upset? Like, why did I,
1: how did that bother your spirit?
2: If you tell me you're a mechanic, I'm not going to be like,
1: oh, Oh, fucking really? Well, guess what? There's a leak going on in my car. Why yeah. do you fucking think
2: it? Yeah, like, or like, you know what? I've <laughs> driven a fucking car before. You think you're so great? I've been inside a car. Like, yeah. I'm not, you know, like, it's a different thing. Yeah, it's you're just, like, You're awesome. a professional, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um. Okay, we're going to play a game. Okay, let's go. It's called Two Truths and a Lie.
0: Oh, I heard tell this you,
2: Yeah, two true yeah. things, one lie. going okay. to tell me. <gasps> if you think i lie. All right, all right, all right. It's about Jerry, obviously. I thought I thought. That's so. a bunch of <laughs> random lies. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lie to you. The game is I Lie to You. It's all about you. And I'm like, it. I just met you. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah. It's true. I don't know. It'd be a funny thing to do. I might, <laughs> yeah, I might hold on to something. It's not bad. Um, okay. The first one is I'll call it A. A. Okay. Jerry turned down Jack Welsh. So, Jack Welsh, CEO of GE, General Electric, who owns okay. mm-hmm. He turned down um, uh, $5 million per episode. To continue attempt season because he knew like the show was over. So Jack right. Walsh offered Jerry ten no five million per oh. episode. Mm-hmm. And Jerry was like, "No, lot of money." Okay, this two. One. Mm-hmm. In the seventies, wait, A and B. B. Sure, A and B. Mm-hmm. In the seventies, Jerry took a Scientology course, and even though he never pursued it, found it to be very interesting, and he learned a lot from it. Okay. Okay. C. Mm-hmm. C. Jerry's sister, Carol Weaving, has said that when Jerry was a kid, he would walk around the neighborhood looking for lemonade stands so he could perform old joke book jokes for the kids selling and buying lemonade. Oh, that's cute. Uh, Okay, so the first A is true. Okay. Um, B and C now. Wait, I want to ask you, do you know A is true for a fact or you're just, that's your guess? Unless you like
1: mess with the number. I don't know exactly okay, if it's okay. five, or 5 million or 10 million or whatever. It's definitely okay. not 10 million. If it's like 2 million or 5 million, unless you okay. skewed with that number. I think that's true. Cause I, I remember here, I know that he shut down the yeah. offer for season 10. Okay. Even with the money being so amazing. Okay. Yeah. So I know that for back. um, okay. B and C now that's the tricky one. I know that Jerry loves um, not Scientology, but he likes um this meditation.
2: Transcendental meditation, that, yes. yes. He yeah. loves that. And, like yeah. he goes
1: on and on about it and he like talks about it for like money. Yeah. And like it's it's weird. Yeah. And um, so I know that. <laughs> so I know that. And C um just sounds believable. So this is very difficult. Okay. Um I'm gonna say C is the lie.
2: You got it! Okay, yes. I have to say. So I played this game with so many people and yeah. I'm for some reason, I'm really good at lying. That's a good um, one though. C was really good. I don't know how detailed, you, do you know that's really good. Yeah. Detailed, seems detailed. real,
1: And it just seems like something Larry would do. I'm that's sorry. Cute. God damn. Jerry. Jerry, whatever. And Larry, he did too. But yeah, like it's cute. It's such a cute it's thing. Cute. Like, you want to yeah. believe it. You want to believe it. You want
2: that to be true. yeah. But I feel like everyone either, I've, I've gotten a lot of people, some people have gotten it right and it's easy because they work through it logically, which you did with B and C, but I like that you actually knew A. Not a lot of I people know. know my I know my dreams. Jerry. I know, no, I, I know know like Jerry. it. I know I trusted Jerry. that you would. Yeah. I didn't want to hype you up too much because you didn't get it right and then you would like feel bad. But now, I, have, I, nice I
1: love I love that I got that right. Like it actually warms <laughs> my spirit. It warms my soul. Like I will go to bed at night. Like yes. feeling nice. Like I actually yes. will sleep like this, like this, because of what you just did there.
2: I'm so like so I'm really I'm so glad you. that like
1: yeah I'm Can I'm you, more proud of my on your resume. Here. I will I will, yeah. I will. Yeah. if you could send me those three absolutely. I'll, say, I'll, I'll say write to a that. letter of
2: recommendation. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah. Leah passed. You know, to say she got a plus. Because it was one question. <laughs> I got sure. it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A plus. You he mailed it. Like, she okay. knows her Jerry.
1: Okay. Good
2: job. And then are really like, just give her the which.
1: friggin'. It has, the, it has nothing job. to do with Jerry. It has nothing to do with SciPhone. You're no, like, just give her. That,
2: that's what matters. The job.
1: Yeah. Just tell them that for me. Anyways.
2: Um. I had so much fun talking to you. you it's like this such a really delight. I know. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, girl.
1: Like no, like thank you. Like I had a great time. No, thank no. I'll take it. No, I. You're welcome. You're welcome. How about that? You're welcome. You're welcome. It's yours. It's yours. Okay. Bye, girl. Bye.
0: I want to give a huge thank you to my guest this week, Leah Abrams. You can follow Leah on Instagram at Leah Abrams. That's spelled L-E-A-H. A-B-R-A-H-A-M-S. Check out her Instagram live series called Pull Up that she hosts with Jadal Dennis. You can check it out on either of their Instagram pages. This episode has been brought to you in part by the Toronto Heschel School. They're having an open house on November 10th, and you can visit torontoheschel.org for details. This show is hosted and edited by me, Laura Lebo. Executive producer is Michael Freeman. We're distributed by the CJN Podcast Network. Follow me on Instagram at Laura Lebo and Twitter at Tweebo. Follow The CJN on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Find other podcasts at thecjn.ca. Please make sure to subscribe and review the podcast. It really helps us out and we're nice.